Welcome back to Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks Podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Sarah. And this is episode 34. What yarn do I use for everything in life? (laughs) Oh, that's always such a hard one sometimes. I know, but a very good question. And as it turns out, when we were doing a little research, um, it is one of the top five questions that pops up when people search the word yarn everybody is apparently trying to figure out what to do and what kind of yarn to use <laughs> right um which yeah. is a good question because there are i mean a good variety of and and i don't like that they're allowed to call them different types like dk or worse like why why do they have more <laughs> than one name per yarn right because that's confusing for newer people like me um but yeah so this week I don't know we thought it would be fun to talk about yarn weights and types and all things yarn sizes well and I know we've talked about on here before um but I I feel like with this topic especially it's a really good thing to mention that there is no universal size of yarn (laughs) weight um no but I will say brand to brand I feel like I found a really interesting um, little chart. And actually, I'll post it when when we post this episode. I'll post this chart. But it listed out, like, the different types of yarn. And it listed an interesting stat, which was WPI, which stood for wraps per inch. Okay. So how many, like, wrap around, I guess, would get an inch? So, like, lace starts out as what they consider a zero weight and you can wrap it 18 times in an inch as to where super bulky like a six is six times wrapped in an inch so it kind of breaks it down like sport weight was 14 worsted was nine Aaron was eight chunky was seven but I thought that was an interesting like term of I guess measurement maybe I hadn't Mm -hmm. hadn't heard of before it also talked about like the weight number, the wrap per inch, the ply, and like what it is best used for. So like okay. it listed out like lace as a two ply is to where worsted weight is a ten ply. Um, now, like with you and your fillet crochet, is that mm-hmm. do you use like a lace weight or is it actually considered like a thread or what is what is that? It, I don't, I just use um, cotton yarn from this brand called, I'm probably going to mispronounce it, but I think it's called Hobie Kings. I think it's H-O-B-I-I or H-O-O-B-I-I or something. I am sure. Oh, I think it's Hobby. Okay. And um, so to be honest with you, I'm not exactly sure because I don't know that I ever looked at it i just had seen other people making things with it so i just knew that's what you needed yeah but i i don't know that i ever really looked at the weight i know it's cotton um but other than that i don't that's a good question i don't i don't think i've ever looked (laughs) i was curious well and then so also i know i sent you a picture of this earlier because i thought it was really cool i don't know who comes up with this stuff but in, in doing some research for tonight's episode, I also found this cool little keychain that was just a little square block of wood, but it was like 
drilled down in each row for the thickness of yarn so that you knew what size that yarn fell under. So that if you had, say, like, you know, just a leftover remnant scrap of yarn Mm -hmm. and you weren't sure, you just lay it across this little thing and it fits into whichever hole essentially is the right size for the yarn. So I thought that was really cool too. Mm -hmm. Like, again, I don't know who comes up with this stuff, but, you know, I've been looking at a lot of different yarns because... Okay, we'll just start. Do you have a favorite type of yarn? Worsted. Like, oh, like brand or? Well, size, I guess. Okay. Um, Worsted weight. So for me, I'm a cross between chunky and like super bulky because I feel like I guess maybe where I'm still kind of new that the bigger the yarn, the bigger the stitches and like easier to see and faster they work up and... I like getting done with things faster. So to me, I feel more accomplished. I'm like, yes, look at me getting that done. Socks, I'm working on, I think I'm going to give my first pair of socks a go. But that is more like a sport weight. And I don't know, that's going to be so tiny. Like, I am so about to tiny. make myself some socks also. And here's, let me tell you what I'm going to make this pair of socks. So I am taking two vacation days and... October as me days. <laughs> I'm giving myself a four day weekend. But two of those days, I'm going to crochet myself a pair of socks. I think I'm going to sit in front of my fireplace on a nice fall day with some hot chocolate or some coffee and crochet myself some socks. That's, that's going to be my day. That sounds like a really dreamy day. I'm not even <laughs> going to lie. I was like, does that make me sound like a boring person? No. You know what? Jeff and I were talking about this this morning because we have a trip coming up to the mountains because, you know, the mountains are always calling my mm-hmm. name. And I told him, like, we don't we don't really have anything specific. Well, okay, that's a lie. We do kind of have some specifics planned this trip, but, like, not big stuff. We've got uh, – we're going to a llama farm. Nice. So I'm pretty excited about that. That'll be pretty fun. Do they sell yarn there? Do you know? Did they say? Uh, it didn't say, but I'm going to check it out. So what we did is we found it on Groupon, actually. Um, but it is a, it's not a llama walk, but it's like you can hug the llamas, take well, selfies with them, hang out with them. Like you, you get a llama. And I guess I'm getting llamas and alpacas confused because yes. I know alpacas. Okay. I was going to say, <laughs> maybe you don't make yarn out of llama hair. But you know, know, a lot of times I don't, it's a farm. So maybe they do have, yeah. also have a, I don't know, but um, we got a good deal on Groupon. And that was something fun. We're going to try to do. We, fun. I tell you, Groupon, man, that is where it's at for real. Because we got a good deal on um, a winery, like a wine tasting, that uh, you get like six wine tastings per person. And then you also get like a, I never say this word right, like charcuterie board. Is oh. that, that sounds so fancy. Yeah. You get a freaking uh, cheese tray, mm-hmm. cheese and meat tray. I wish I was one of those people that would just make one of those when I have people come over. I don't. I'm like, I buy the plastic veggie tray at Kroger. <laughs> Just That's take the lid tube. off. That's I right. It. <laughs> I want to make, maybe we will do that for the kids Halloween party because yeah. I do also want to make one. Like they always look so cool and fun. So maybe we will take one of the tables and just do it up like a table like that with all yeah. the treats everywhere. Okay. Well, yeah. that sounds fun. Now I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I, 
I don't know. I think now with crochet, like I know we talk about tension mm-hmm. and knitting, they talk about gauge a lot. So yeah. like if you're trying out a new pattern, they always want you to do test out this many rows and this many stitches. It should give you a four by four square. Right. Let me tell you what I've never done. <laughs> a gauge swatch. Yeah. Do you do them when you do patterns like that? No. Mm-mm. Like to me, that is a waste of my time. A four by four swatch, that's like a hefty amount of stitches and work just to see if it looks okay. Like, yeah. Um, now I will sometimes, and I only a few times, if I am trying to measure something up and I'm like, okay, this needs to be 36 inches or something. I might look at the gauge though and see how many stitches do I need for, like you said, say four inches. Okay. So I'm going to take whatever number that is times it by nine, then I should be good on, you know, my length that I need. Well, and that makes sense. Oddly enough, I don't, um, I guess I don't, I haven't really made anything yet that needs measuring. Um, but I, I like to look at the time for some reason, kind of similar. I know it has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but I would like, okay, how long does it take me to get through this row? Where for me, like I do a lot of basket weave or waffle stitch, I guess not basket weave, waffle stitch. Mm-hmm. And it's a four row repeat. So I, I'll call it a set. Like how long does it take me to get through one set of four rows for this pattern? Yeah. And I'll be like, okay, eight minutes. So if I, eight minutes a set, I've got an hour of time. Like, I don't know why I try to work down the math on what I can and can't do and how long it's going to take me because it doesn't essentially matter. But I do, I don't know, like I'm racing against the clock. It's like a GPS time. <laughs> like, That's okay, so it funny. take me you... 32 minutes. I'll see if I can do it in 30. It's so funny that you say that because I went to my cousin's house to pick up mums over the weekend. And I told her that I would be at her house about 11 because she had some plans later on that morning. And then I had plans with my mom that morning. So um, I told her I wanted to be there by 11. Well, it never fucking fails. Every time I try to walk out of the house, there is some nonsense that has to be dealt with before I can leave that makes me late so I get in the car my GPS said that I should be there by 1056 and I was like bet not (laughs) I'll see your 1056 (laughs) and arrive at 1045 yeah and I mean I'm not a dangerous driver at at all because as you know usually when we go places together you drive because I'm I'm just not a driver like I don't like to drive I don't have a problem with it if I have to. It's just I prefer to not. I'm more of like I want to look out the window and see things and be on my phone and that kind of stuff than to have to drive the car. But, um, but yeah, so, like, I wasn't, you know, going over the speed limit or anything, but. Yeah, and sometimes I think the times it calculates are, like, bare minimum. Like, if the speed mm-hmm. limit is 55, no one is going 55. You're going at least 59 or 60. Or right. if you're me a whole lot faster and you hit I... every red light on the way there oh my gosh <laughs> for sure but when we go on trips that's what i'll be like all right we've already taken five minutes off of our time so let's see what we can do here like i don't know why i don't know why my brain functions that there way but is, there's a street here in town i was thinking of red lights there's a street here in town that i shit you not it is a street to nowhere there is really no reason why anybody even needs to be on the street but when i take walks in the evening it never fails. I always have to stop 
because there's always a car coming through the intersection. And I'm like, why is there always a car coming through the intersection? And then, but then like, they don't realize they have the right away. So they see me standing on the sidewalk, getting ready to cross the street. And then they just stop. And I'm like, oh my no, please continue to go. Like you're holding up traffic now because right, and now you I don't have awkward. a stop sign. I do. Please go. For us, we've got an intersection right down that I swear to you, it doesn't matter if I come down to the end of our little side street and turn right, or if I go up the alley and turn left to get to that same light, you're not getting through that light. Doesn't matter what angle you come from, it's going to turn red before you get there. And it's only one block. Like, it's not like it's a far. You know, it's a block, but that thing's trigger is messed up or something because I, it's, it's every single time. You've either got to turn the corner and gun it like you're in NASCAR to make it through the light or just accept you're going to turn the corner and stop immediately because this light is turning red. <laughs> it bothers me. I don't know. I don't Eric like it. swears the intersections and courthouse. Um, you know the buttons that you push to cross the street? Yes. Like it changes lights. He swears that whenever you push the button, it stays red longer out of spite. <laughs> oh. I like his theory. I'm going to have to test that out. We'll be like pushing the button so we can What's that? You need to walk? Okay, you'll wait just a few more minutes. Oh my gosh. I love it. That's hilarious. Um, I also, I really like cotton yarn. And I don't know that it falls in like worsted weight or I don't, I don't really know where it falls because cotton's just all kind of, like all cotton is pretty much the same. Oh yeah, you can get it in different sizes for sure. Can you? Okay. Yeah. Um, I will say I got your mom's yarn in today for her dishcloth that I'm making. Nice. I'm kind of obsessed with this yarn. Um, it is, let me look at the package because I'm going to tell you wrong. It is Lion Brand Twisted Cotton Blend. So it's Cotton Blend, which had me a little concerned. It says it is a five and considers it bulky. But let me tell you what is not, indeed, (laughs) a five, nor is it bulky. Um, It's just like regular cotton. But what I like about this is, is it that homespun yarn that kind of has like the, not bubbles in it, but like it's, it's not one consistent thickness. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Yeah. Okay. So this, if you look this up, anyone listening, look up this yarn because I got the red and white. Uh, Sarah's mom's kitchen is done in like a Coca-Cola theme. And I like this because it's not one thickness. Like it's like thickness and then it kind of bobbles out a bit where it joins like the red and the white. And then it's like a thickness and then it does it again like every little bit. But I've already got about the first half of a dishcloth done it's really working up nicely it has a nice feel to it that's what I like about cotton I think I don't not the size that I care for so much but it's just soft and I don't really like itchy yarn yeah like you probably couldn't pay me to knit with wool because (laughs) yeah um I think with it being that red and white color it reminded me of a candy cane and I really like that, especially since we're coming up on the holiday season here really fast. I think that That's that would funny. be. Jeff said the same thing. He's like, oh. you could make. He he did not know the word trivet. And I'm I'm not sure how at this point right. <laughs> anyone in my household is not aware of that word. But he's like, you could make those things you keep talking about that go under your pan. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, uh, trivet? 
Yes, I could. But he said the same thing. He's like, you could do a candy cane. And then with all that white yarn you've got, you could make snowflakes. So he might be onto something, but I don't know. Sometimes stuff like that, sometimes I feel like is better crocheted than knit because like, I, I don't know, crochet, you can kind of go off and do more opening. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. I guess type like lacy type things. Mm-hmm. Knitting is very uniform. Like there is no, very tight. Well, and like even just thinking about a snowflake, like the little arms and the little different things that would come off. Oh, knitting would be like, nope. Mm-mm. We have to all connect all of that somehow. <laughs> um, oh. So I don't know. I might have to even look up and try to mess around with a crochet hook or something. But um, I don't know. Some cute little ornaments or something may not be bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and even if you didn't even want to knit per se an ornament or something, you could probably get like some pipe cleaners or something. Kind of wrap that around. Make like some little candy cane uh, tree hang them up things like an ornament, yes, <laughs> like an ornament. What is ornament for 1000? <laughs> can you go oh. get that box of tree hang them up things out of the garage, please? <laughs> <laughs> like, you Moving script? forward, I expect nothing but tree hang them up things. I will be disappointed <laughs> if anybody uses the O word. Uh, it's just been a long day. It's been a long year. I mean, yeah. like I don't life. It's been a long life. Yeah. I was um, thinking about that though the other day. Like, it's just crazy to me that we are already almost into the fourth quarter of the year. I know, and it's the best because fall starts tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Hello, fall. Um, and then it's like for us vacation you've got yeah. your mental health weekend coming up yeah we've got a kids halloween party and trick-or-treat and of course we have cheer and baseball still that we're working out and then it's going to be like thanksgiving and then christmas and then the last new quarter. year's planning yes it is such a fast time of the year like i feel like from september through january goes by in the blink of an eye because you have something Every month, I mean, we've got Labor Day in September, which I really feel like is kind of really the end of summer. It's like the close of summer. I, I do too. Like. Can we change the dates and just literally like Memorial Day to Labor Day it? Because that's, yeah, that's what it really is. Yeah. Yeah. And then you've got Halloween for October. Plus, you know, there's so many fall festivals between September and October. And then November, you've got Thanksgiving. You also have also the Christmas shopping festivals and stuff. Because a lot of times those are like Thanksgiving weekend. And maybe like the first couple weeks of December. And then you've got Christmas and then New Year's. So it just all goes by so fast. But then you've got like... January and then yes <laughs> the dreaded lull of the year comes because I do feel like I can remember distinctly looking out our back door last year and we had a pretty rough winter last year we did I remember looking out the back door at one point and it was probably like March and there might have been about 20 inches of snow on the ground but then it had that like we kept getting glazes of ice on top to where there was like a inch thick frozen cap on the top of everything like My poor little dog, her little legs would be like crunch, 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 crunch through the top. 
And I remember looking out and being like, this is never going to melt. (laughs) I know. So Um, I don't look forward to that again because the almanac says that we're going to be in for a doozy this winter. Has anybody seen, have you seen any persimmon seeds? Has anybody seen any of those around to see how they... I don't know what a persimmon seed is. Okay, so I'm going to need you to look that up. It is a fruit. Okay. And it is believed that you cut the seed in half. Sorry, I feel like Peter Brady when his voice was changing on the Brady Bunch. (laughs) Because I've still got this super hoarse voice, so I apologize, everyone. Um, But you cut open the seed, and if it shows you a spoon, it is like... You'll be shoveling out all winter of snow. If it shows you a knife, it is going to be cold and icy winds that cut like a knife. And if it shows you a fork lifting, like a fork looking center, it is believed to be like a mild winter coming. Oh, I was going to say it is believed to be hell freezing over. <laughs> <laughs> Satan's pitchfork. Well, that's where I thought we were going with this. I mean, it's 2021. So, I mean, <laughs> could be <laughs> not counting it out. Anything is possible. Uh, um, do you know the Peter? Do you know the Brady Bunch episode I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, mm-hmm. when he sings, "It's time to change." That's what I feel like right yeah. now. We man, we watched that show all the time when I was a kid on Nick at Night. We watched it all the time too. Like I've literally seen every episode multiple times. And uh, my dad, I can say one of the probably less than five times his entire life that I ever saw him cry one time was on the very Brady Christmas, the one where Carol lost her voice. Oh my goodness. And then she got it back and sang at the end and dad cried. Oh no. <laughs> and I don't even remember what she sang at the end, like, oh come all you faithful, maybe I don't know. But um yeah, it was a big deal. She I remember her having her head over that steam. Tried everything to get that poor lady's voice back. Maybe that's what I need to try here. A Christmas miracle. Yeah. Um, I love Christmas carols and as soon as they start playing on the radio. Sarah. It's it's on. What? We're going to Christmas Carol this year. I don't care if it's just <laughs> us. <laughs> so for our listeners, Sarah and I both really love Christmas carols <laughs> and Christmas caroling and singing and cheer and spreading joy for all to hear. <laughs> However, we, we're, we really are. We are very festive people, I feel like. And Every year we try to get yeah. a group together and go caroling. And every year it just doesn't work out. Like no one wants to go. Scrooge. Well, or everyone is sick. Or last year everybody was like, COVID, what if we are caroling and they don't want us up near their house? Okay, first of all, we're Christmas caroling. Second of all, we're standing outside. They don't even have to open the door. They can just listen to the joyful noise coming out of our mouths. Here's what um, I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna bring traffic cones with us, and I'm just gonna stop all traffic on the tr- on the street. And whoever wants to come outside of their houses to listen to us sing, and that's what they're gonna do. Okay, real talk. Can we find those really old timey Victorian dresses? Yes. And yes, just we walk can. around with our hoop skirt dresses, singing and lit candles. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, this is happening. Uh, <laughs> um, I told Rachel the other day, by the way, that you and I were planning to come back to the office as 50s, 60s style period clothing yeah. all day, every day. Yeah. 100%, 100% she supports the idea. 
and thinks that we should be trendsetters. So, oh, I was gonna say, is she gonna join us? Well, she's not. I feel like in her world, maybe it would be a little different. Um, because the command post that she holds is, is a little rougher around the edges, if you will. And I feel like the piranhas would eat her alive if she showed <laughs> up like that over there. <laughs> now, the difference is with us in the office, I literally feel like we would walk in and somebody would be like, what in the hell are those two doing? And then we would just keep showing up like that and they'd be like, oh man. And well, what are they going to do? Write us up because we're dressed too modest at work? No. <laughs> Dear Sarah and Brittany, per the handbook, you're not allowed to have petticoats under your dresses. <laughs> Is that what those are called? Like the big fluffy, maybe petticoats, not the right word. Um, I think so. Okay. Well, petticoats it is if not we're gonna find out we're gonna be experts on it (laughs) my problem is gonna be this i'm gonna have to get really crafty with that sewing machine because back in that era women were not generally my size so i have a hard time finding some outfits but i'm dead serious if there is an official callback to the office i am making a pact that we are dressing in period clothes okay i mean i will yeah Thing. people just dressed better back in the 50s anyway well here's the thing anyway i've got this big ass bun and everybody always thinks i'm trying to have like retro vintage pinup style hair i'm not i'm lazy and i refuse to fix it because i'm lazy so i usually throw a little like i hate to even say snooky style bump but i feel like that's the only way People will understand what I mean. Yeah. On the side or in the front. And then just a ginormous bun with a bow in my hair. And I don't care that I'm 37. I love bows. And I will still wear them in my hair. So I feel like people already think I'm going for that look. I should just go for that look. You could wrap a scarf around it. Like. Uh, I can't. And here's why. I've got clearly a misshapen head. Because (laughs) I've tried that look before because it looks so cute. But everything that I put on like a headband. literally slides off the back of my head in like four seconds you know it probably is it's because you have really thick hair you know what I mean I've even gotten um under armor sorry go ahead sorry snake no I'm sitting outside neighbor's cat just ran across the yard (laughs) but it like came from behind the garage (laughs) oh no um I got those like the headbands there were under armor and they even had like the I would compare it to hot glue. I know that it's not, but like a silicone mm-hmm. yeah, zigzaggy like non-slip. Things. Yeah, no, those yeah. pop right off my head like a rubber band. Oh. So, I don't know why, but... I don't know. But yeah, the Rosie the Riveter scarf, it is cute. I just can't... Can't rock it. I've tried. I... I thought about doing that with my hair when we did Pap's birthday, except for I didn't think about it until the night of, and didn't have a scarf but I was like you know I was like I really should I wish I would have got one prior to having my outfit and stuff your dress was really cute though and it was perfect it looked really good um we put I think we put some of the I think I put one of those pictures up on our Facebook too so um, people can see your your fifties outfit and my poodle skirt. And if time traveling ever like legit becomes a thing, like we're already ready to go. Yes, now, uh, we will just blend right. I in. don't think I would travel back. I would take the whole family. We would land us in the sixties, and then we would stay. I can't blame you. 
Yeah. Because I'm not sure about all this. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I know you've never watched it. I don't know if any of our other listeners have watched it. But the show Outlander, she's like from the 50s and then accidentally goes back in time to the 1700s and has like a whole life there. And I don't want to ruin it for anybody who might be watching it now. But um, I'm always like, I don't want to touch anything in nature because I'm like, what if it sucks me into another time? What if it's a portal? Right. Oh, no. It would be my luck, too, to get stuck in something weird like that. Like, I couldn't get sucked back into the 20s and, you know, have my feather headpiece. I would get sucked back into, like, I'm on the stick at the witchcraft burning. Like, Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, that would be me. I'd find myself on some damn pirate ship or something, probably. Ooh, we're going to check that out for the next episode. I wonder if... The, I'm going to use heavy air quotes in lieu of your husband, witchcraft, if the witches back in the day did any knitting or crocheting and did that lead to also people thinking that they had some sort of magical skill? I wonder. Oh, I don't know. Okay, we're going to check out witchcraft because why not? Um, I'm writing it down so that I do not. I mean, that'd be a good Halloween probably topic that would well fall officially starts tomorrow so i feel like between now and halloween it's going to be mm-hmm. halloweeny yeah um yeah we I, I just love holidays for real so it makes me happy that like not that labor day is not but like eh, the summer holidays are kind of weak as far as i mean obviously independence day number one yeah but like memorial day labor day yeah. right yeah I give me that halloween like- there's no holidays between January and Easter, like New Year's and Easter. And everyone's like, well, there's Valentine's Day. That's not really a holiday to me, though. I mean, it's uh, okay. stuff, but I love Valentine's Day, but I think it is because we grew up with the big heart. Yeah. And that is a big contributing factor, I feel like, to a lot of my fun childhood Valentine memories. Um, so I do always really like it, but I agree. It's just kind of lame. And then you get St. Patrick's Day, but here's the thing. I'm not a big drinker, so it's not like I'm like, well, let's go out and Mm -hmm. get ripped for St. Patty's Day. Right. No, let's wear green so that some idiot doesn't try to pinch me and I (laughs) knock their face off and just try to get through the day without a drunk driver killing anyone. Like, right. I don't know. So I'm with you. None of those holidays really do it for me. Easter, I agree, is like the kickoff because then it's spring mm-hmm. and then it's the flowers are blooming and I love Easter. Brightness. And that was always mom's favorite. Like Walmart um, and Dollar Tree and stuff, they're always putting out Easter decorations kind of right, a lot of times like right at the same time that you're seeing Valentine's Day decorations. It's like they have yeah, that's because the retail time. world is terrible. Yeah, and Easter on the other side, but I always get really excited because I always get like that seasonal depression right yes. around like end of January, first part of February, because I am just so over the cold weather. And there's no vitamin D, no sunshine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and as soon as I start seeing the Easter decorations, I'm like, there's light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> yes, look at these sparkly pink eggs. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, something weird, I'll tell you, Easter traditions. Do you know that my kids have never colored an Easter egg? Stop. Why? They haven't. Why haven't they? <laughs> you don't want them? Well, 
Because the first five years of Remington's life, she was allergic to eggs, like severely oh. EpiPen allergic. Yeah. So we never even had him in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when she wasn't, like it just wasn't, they had already went so many years of just not caring about doing that as a tradition that they just, it's not something that really, they're like, so we're going to color these eggs and then do what with them? Like, they don't yeah. eat eggs really, so it's not like... I don't know. Yeah, it's not something that, uh, I don't know, that as a tradition we are missing out on, I suppose. I think but... last year was the first year Lucas didn't color Easter eggs. Like, not this last Easter, but, like, the Easter before. So, like, last year. We always colored them growing up at Aunt Cindy's house. Like, we always did Easter at Aunt Cindy's. And all of us kids would always do them together. And I I don't know why I was such, like, a morbid kid. I guess because I had a lot of death in my life oh as a my... kid. You okay? This cat is just legit stalking me. It just <laughs> like it just peeked at me from around the car, like stuck its little head out to look at me. <laughs> oh no! Go home. Yeah, I used Go to home. color. You know how you write on them with the crayon before you color them so that it shows up, whatever. Yes. But I believe that as a kid, historically, every year I would write every dead person's name on an egg and color them an Easter egg and make mom take us to the cemetery. I'm sure the cemetery people hated us. <laughs> Because I would put, like, Grandma and Grandpa, you're getting your eggs right on your little headstone. And so I was always leaving these freaking hard-boiled eggs (laughs) at Easter on everyone's gravestones. And I'm sure that they smelled really nice after several weeks of laying in the hot sun on someone's sure stone. But Eric and I were talking my weird Easter tradition when we were driving driving back from Pap's party about, you know how now they put, like, those little solar lights out in cemeteries? Yeah. Okay. When those so first started becoming a thing, they used to freak my dad out. He hated driving past cemeteries at night because he was like, you look out there in the cemetery, he's like, you see a little light, you look a little further, there's another light, and then another light, then another light. He's like, before you know it, the entire cemetery is <laughs> You think uh, there are people out there? It would scare him to death. He hated it. Tiff used to live across... Uh, God, years ago, live across the street from a cemetery in Circleville. And it was weird because she had this beagle and she was the best dog too. Her name was Briar. And it was weird though. It would always freak us out because like we'd be out on the porch or Briar would go out and like, like everybody would be fine. And then all the hair on her back would stand up and she'd just stare across the street. But like nothing would be there. Oh no. Um, So that was weird, but. Gosh, she was such a good dog. Tiff has always had a lot of good dogs, but yeah, that was always creepy across the street there from the cemetery. I'm not a fan. Be like living next to a funeral home. I don't know if I could do it. I'd be like Veda Salt and Fuss on My Girl. Everybody, have you seen My Girl? No. Okay, this is, I'm going to have to literally force you and our friend Rachel. To have like a movie-a-thon because you have not seen My Girl. She has never seen Dirty Dancing. Um, and I'm just not sure that I can continue living my life letting you guys carry on this way. <laughs> so, yeah, we're gonna... Okay, when the movie My Girl, Veda Sultan plus his dad is the funeral, like the mortician. And their house is attached to the funeral home. And as a kid, she's like 12. Everybody that dies that they bring in she has like an anxiety attack feeling what they felt. Like oh. she rides her bike to the doctor the one time because she swears that she is having a heart attack. And the doctor's like, now Veda, did they bring Mrs. So-and-so in today? 
And she's like, yeah, but that's not it. I swear that's not it. But it's like she has the anxiety of knowing how these people died. Well, I'm going to go ahead and ruin it for you because I doubt you're ever going to watch it. Holly <laughs> Culkin's character, Thomas J, is allergic to bees, highly allergic. She loses her mood ring. He goes back to find it for her, but runs into a bee's nest and dies, getting stung so many times. And it's her best friend. So when they end up bringing him to the funeral home, she's hyperventilating and she can't breathe. And she runs in there where he's at. And she's like, he can't see. He can't even see. He doesn't have his glasses. He can't see and he can't breathe because he's allergic to bees. And, and I can't breathe. And I think I got stung by a bee. Like, she's freaking out. That, that would be me. I would be like, hey, just don't And just feel like I was taking on everything that everybody else was. But it's a good movie. It makes me cry every time I watch it, though. Oh. One of those movies like Forrest Gump. I don't care if I've seen it 600 times. Still going to cry every time like it's the first. Which we all know I'm a crier anyway. I can't really think of any movies really that I cried during. Beaches? Have you seen Beaches? Yeah. Steel Magnolias? Yeah. You didn't cry in either of those? No. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they're, they're movies, I guess. I don't I don't know. Like, I don't... Uh, I don't get... Uh, I don't know. I cry over commercials. Attached, I guess. My, I think I'm an empath. Like I just feel everyone else's emotions about things. Like, no joke, someone gets the stupid golden buzzer on America's Got Talent, and I sob like I just won the show. <laughs> it's out of control, and I wish I could control it. But I think I'm just dead inside. That's <laughs> 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 so why we get along so well. Dragged <laughs> Paula Abdul. <laughs> Where's that cat when you need him? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, um, I don't know. We want to hear about you. What's your favorite kind of yarn to use? What Do you like super bulky, thick and quick? Do you like standard worsted weight because it's a classic? Um, tell us what you think. We're going to do some research for next week's episode and start getting a little halloween everyone, because it's early yeah. and we're excited for fall. Yes. Um, but look us up. You can find us on social media at NeedlesHooksDL on Facebook or Instagram at NeedlesHooksDL. I'm going to be 100% transparent. I might have started us a TikTok under at Needle60L, but I've never done anything on it in the past two days because I don't know what TikTok is or how to use it. I'm so old. But it looks like it could be something fun where we could share knitting and crochet videos. So coming to you maybe in the next month or two, maybe potentially some TikTok information, but I'm just not sure. Um, (laughs) Or you can email us. As always, it's spelled all the way out, needles, hooks, and dirty looks at gmail.com. Um, otherwise join us here next week Tuesdays are our thing we hope that you had fun and that you share this new episode oh and last minute shout out to Italy welcome to our podcast we had some new listeners from Italy over the last week so it's always super exciting when we bring a new country's listeners to our little world so we welcome you we hope that you share with your friends and come back next week yeah bye bye